Hey, I'm Sean. Hi, and I'm Shannon. And we're the hosts of Wifey and Baby Mama. We're excited to have you back with us another week. And as always, we appreciate you listening. So we're going to get right into tonight's episode because we have a WBM Redline winner tonight. <laughs> and baby, it's a hot yes, one. So I'm going to need some time. Yes, so we here we do. go. <laughs> tonight's All right. topic is titled Getting Over Without Getting Under. Now, based on our whole concept of the right and wrong way to do things, when we're aiming for healthy, uh, happy foundation, you know, in your relationships or families, people, this is definitely a no-no. But I will be honest, this is exactly what I was taught to do by my mom and most of my female influences growing up, as I'm sure were many of you. <laughs> this was a common wow. concept for a lot of people. Yeah, it was a common concept for a lot of people around me. Or, okay. oh, baby, just get you another one, child. While I certainly don't think most of them meant, you know, any harm or was right, intentionally right. stirring me down the wrong path. In a lot of cases, people pass down what they were taught, right? What they mm-hmm. saw, what they experienced or how they got over the next man. And that was times I'm sure when people were just bitter and wanted to create other damaged people. Uh, people. So on whatever terms you may have learned this concept or theory, unlearn it, please. please. <laughs> and if you haven't <laughs> experienced this yet, when someone suggested run, full speed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because when you use someone else to get over someone else, what does that say? What right. does that say? Or, or were you really that into that person? <laughs> or um, uh, can using someone else really get you over that person if you were really into them? And in a lot of cases, you know, it doesn't. We all have friends. It doesn't. We all have family where they're like, oh, if I get with this guy, you know, that's that's the one and that will get me over this past guy. And how many times have we seen that, that be successful? Same, yeah, it's not successful. Or they go back to that previous guy. You know, they're well, still yeah, holding so- on. Yeah, I, I spoke on this in a chapter in my book, Shannon. Anyone listening, uh-huh. right, you know, yeah. my mom yeah. has been teaching me this since my first devastating heartbreak, right? When I couldn't eat, couldn't sleep, breathe straight. Oh, yeah. you know, she literally yeah. said, you know what you have to do, you know, get you a new man. All that crying isn't going to help. And, and mm-hmm. since I had seen my mother now have her way with men, I just knew she was right because mama didn't mm-hmm. play, honey. She had it all in check when it came to the male company. So I thought she had all the answers. <laughs> But I tried applying this theory and all it did was add fuel to the fire. And it was, it it always ended in one or two ways. I would go fall head over heels trying to prove to the other, the old lover, you know, I was on to the next and so happy Mm. that I wasn't even thinking about them. Just like you just said, Shannon, you Mm -hmm. know, and I end up too attached to the person who was just a placeholder only to look up and they would be with someone. So I'm like, wait, I thought we were together (laughs) in actuality. Mm. They were just passing time and I was trying to build a bond. So mm-hmm. it never had a chance from the start, you know, and that right. would leave me, like you said, more hurt. N- now, on the other side of it, I, it has been times, too, when I, I did this foolishness and <laughs> I was at least bit, bit interested in the guys. Like you said, you know, yeah. but if he came yeah. along around the right time and my ex was still in the picture, you know. I would date them and pretend to be all up on them until my ex either came back because that was my goal in the first place Mm -hmm. or I got past my feelings for them. And then, boom, I would dump the placeholder and his feelings would be hurt. Either way, it's no good. 
And no. to this very day, I remember the way it affected two guys in particular. One was, you know, I dated in my 20s and the other was my second husband. I still have moments when I think I wish I wouldn't have gotten involved with them. You know, they were really good guys and I was damaged mm-hmm. and, and, and ended up changing them. And I often pray to this day that God has healed them because that was all my mess, um, you know, mm-hmm. and it was clear that my encounter is what affected them, you know, and who they mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So when you look at, you know, you know, the things that you take away from those experiences, you know, what, what, what's the biggest impact do you think um, it has on, you know, not only you, but to the people out here doing it um, out, outside of, you know, the soul ties? I think it's more long-term damage that you're doing to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm doing more long-term damage to me and the person who's doing the get over getting on. You're doing more long-term damage, especially if it's the first scenario when you fall head over heels. So now, now you're not only dealing with that hurt from that ex you just lost the person you Mm -hmm. chose to use as the get over, get under person, either you've damaged them or you really started to like them because that's what you've used and you haven't really dealt with the problem. You get what I'm saying? So now you're still dealing with the problem of the first breakup. And now you're dealing with either I've created person in this. I've created pain in this other person's life or, you know, now I got two issues to deal with because I really kind of was starting to like this guy, but he didn't want me either. So now something wrong with me. You're just creating Mm -hmm. more damage to yourself. And like I said, possibly the other person that you brought into the situation. Right. Right. Um, Yeah. If we just took a moment, people. Um, took it to God and refocused, heal properly. That's that's really mm-hmm. the only way to do this thing. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you just have to sit in your pain. You know, a lot of people, that's why they, they have vices, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I drink this, if I, you know, snort this, if I do this, just to get out of the reality, sometimes you just have to sit in it because you'll, you'll miss the lesson. You'll miss what you've been what was meant for you to learn from it a failure isn't always you know a a failure you know failure can sometimes be a win and if you don't sit in that pain now I you know I'm very very guilty of going too far (laughs) extreme because I'll sit in pain for too long you know I'll take years and they'll be like oh you ain't dating anybody (laughs) you know you're not no 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 I'm just gonna sit in this for a little while or whatever um and, and, and a lot of time it, it wasn't even heartache because I didn't care enough to, or when I say care, meaning my heart wasn't in it. It was more ego for me. I had, or probably still do, I shouldn't say past tense, but my ego would get so bruised. And so people would tell me all the time, you're like a dude, you're like a dude, because it's all about ego versus heart. And not only just with relationships, <laughs> with anything, even with work, with um I don't know, driving down the street. It's like, (laughs) I just always have this mentality where I have to win. It's not about the, the object of my affection or anything like that. It's just, Oh, I got to win. And it's, it's me messed up. And I'm admitting this to all of you listening around the globe. Yeah. Yeah. Shannon has an ego problem. (laughs) Right. I mean, I mean, most of us do, but I want to speak to something when you said vices. So you got people oh, who say, yeah. oh, no, you're just not 
getting the right person. Well, I remember doing one of my spouts with uh, my husband, our first years of dating, before we even married, you know, even thought about having kids a long, long time ago, long, long time ago. Um, (laughs) We were just going back and forth, right? He didn't want to commit, then he did, then he didn't want a relationship, but got all kinds of perturbed, like when he would see me out. So I decided, you know, on this round, you know what, I'm just not getting the right guy, right? But Um, I want just any man, right? I want the one that's mm-hmm. going to bring me, bring him to his senses. So still using advice, still using a get over to get under, still not uh-huh. resolving the problem, right? I was going to bring, you know, I'm bringing to his senses, but my husband a little crazy. So I had to be like the, <laughs> you know, particular right guy, someone to protect me too, just in case yeah, it went yeah. left now <laughs> I was on, on this mission. So, you know, I found me a perfect mister, right? This tall, light skinned, wavy hair, like drop dead gorgeous. Right. Like he can protect me. Right. And he got all the looks. He got all my qualifications. I mean, I covered all the bases because apparently he thought I in my head, I thought he thought when when God made a fine man, he just stopped with him. My baby. No, they ain't stopped with you. I'm going to get me another one. But right, right. now this other guy had been at me for like over a year and I wouldn't give him the time of day because I was so in love with my man child. Well, please, <laughs> this was the cop's time to shine. Right. His time had come. So I called him up. <laughs> we wanted a date. And I talked about Jimmy the entire time. He finally said, you know what? Let, let me take you home. I said, no, you know, maybe give me another chance. The breakup is fresh. And I was just getting, I was just trying to fit to you because you're so right. cool. And, and he said, well, I'll tell you what, we'll go for drinks next weekend. We'll try it again. Girl, the next weekend coming, I did it again. Same thing. <laughs> and he was like, okay, apparently you need some more time. I said, no, I assure you right, it's right. over. And he said to me, maybe for him but definitely not for you. And he dropped me off real quick. Now, fortunately in that case, we were able to remain friends and he kind of like helped me coach me through, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever, but nothing ever became of it because he was smart enough to recognize you. You're not about to get me in no entanglement, you know, but, but sometimes (laughs) we can behave well enough or we can put on that. The other person doesn't see that we're just there. The people can be vices too, you know? Now, yeah, I gave that yeah. um, example because I practiced the get over, get under theory for years in many different forms, Shannon, unsuccessfully. But mm-hmm. my thought process in this case was, you know, replace him with a better man. Nothing works because no matter what the person looks like, what you're snorting, drinking, how nice the <laughs> one is to you, how much they make, you know, in a year, any of that. Like I said, mm-hmm. time and prayer are the only proper avenues into the next successful relationship because you right. have to be healed. Before right. you go into your next relationship or mm-hmm. nine times in 10, it's not going to be successful. Right. Look at how many of us or, or, or people we know or, you know, um, that carry this stuff to the next relationship. And we've talked about this, of course, many times um, on our show. But um, like Erica Bagdu, you know, bag lady or bag lady, bag man, you know, we mm-hmm. just carry this stuff. And when you're not healed, you know you're going to take it out on the next person and probably end up in the same situation. So you have this cycle and you're like, Oh man, we will, we'll point at people all the time. Oh, look at such and such. She can't keep a man, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because, because it's not about keeping the man. So I don't want all the, you know, all the, you know, the the protesters to come after me. (laughs) My point, my point is, you know, when you're doing the same thing over and over again with just different guys, you're not going to get a different result. And it sounds so simple and people, oh, that's just common sense. Everybody knows that. Yeah, 
Yes, everybody knows it. But do they do it? It's, no. it's, <laughs> and that's what I remember thinking, like like you said, over and over. My, I, I kept thinking, like, I remember thinking, like, my mom must have a heart of steel, right? Or a magic spell in her pocket. Uh-huh. Because every one of those get overs by getting under and then more heartache or confusion, mm-hmm. you know. I yeah. even had a couple of stalking situations after these encounters. Ooh. And that's when I also realized the seriousness though of playing with mm-hmm. other people's feelings to appease mm-hmm. your own. You know? Yeah. So again, there's nothing you can do <laughs> mm-hmm. in a get over, get under situation to make that work. Now can people stay together after they did a bounce? Absolutely. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even years go by, and I found people who've done this, Shannon, and years go by, and guess what? They say, I don't really know this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't really know how it ended <laughs> up here. Because mm-hmm. after so long, it's like, okay, this is what I'm doing, you know? And right. even at the years of being with the get over, get the, the, the placeholder, they're still mm-hmm. harboring feelings for the, the, the last oh, person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's why mm-hmm. it's the safest thing to do is just yeah. refocus. And heal. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Right. That's why they say, like, right. don't jump into one relationship to the next, not even in the bed. <laughs> don't jump anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and know, I, don't and jump I'll anywhere. tell you this. Right. Even with, um, like, my son, uh, you know, he's single. He's out here, you know, in this dating world, you know, doing his thing. And he'll, um, you know, from time to time, you know, introduce me to somebody. And mm-hmm. when he brings home, Anybody that has a child under the age of two, I tell Mm -hmm. him every single time, watch out because she's probably not over the baby's father. (laughs) Oh, that's an absolute fact. That's a very good point. Absolute. And he's not taking my word, of course. (laughs) And he's been bitten twice. Wow. And heartbroken twice because that's exactly what happens. They go back. So, Look at yourself. And as we say, a theme of our show is don't lie to yourself. Do Mm -hmm. not lie to yourself. If you know you're still hanging on, you still have some feelings or whatever, sit in it. (laughs) Sit in it and just deal with it and heal and make yourself better before you move on. Because if that person comes back around, just like Sean has said a few times tonight, you're going to hurt the other person. For what? Because you were hurt? You know, come on. It's like enough collateral damage. You That's know. right. It's time to refocus as, as an entire generation, as a people. Mm-hmm. Like right. our whole goal here is for healthy endings, right? So whatever you have to do and whatever you have to sacrifice in your own heart to make you better than what Shannon's saying, sit in it. It doesn't mean waddling it like, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, let yeah. your pain consume you. Get counseling if you mm-hmm. need to. Mm-hmm. Sit in it means stay to yourself. Until yes. that pain of that past relationship right. has subsided. Mm-hmm. And whatever you have to do to sit in it, do it. Take walks, hang out with your friends, you know, yeah. go out girls' nights, go out, you know, guy dates, go out mm-hmm. with fellas' football games. We're not saying sit in it, sit in the dark, be miserable. Right. But sit <laughs> in it without another person being involved. That's right. You you, you mm-hmm. hold it until you heal. Yeah. And however yeah. you need to get over that and get to your healing, hey, it's up to you go for it right but right but don't bring another person involved because it's just so like i said it never ends good either way mm-hmm. and i want to wrap up no no go ahead shannon well before you do yeah i just want to say too you know um to those who are thinking that they feel better you know with the next person or with the next 
like I mentioned earlier, you're missing whatever lesson you're supposed to learn. And also when you do go through the pain and the trauma and really take it on, you are stronger. I know everyone hates the cliche and the song won't that, you know, what they say, what doesn't kill you, make you stronger. Kill you, makes you stronger. (laughs) Yeah, but it's true. (laughs) It's so true. If you really take it on, you have to take it on. You can't say, oh, this is killing me. So I'm going to go run out and put the Band-Aid and fix it myself, you know, the wrong way. Fix it the right way so that you can grow and mature. Because what we don't want to be is immature emotionally. I don't care if it's your relationship, your you know, uh, friendships, whatever they are. Yeah. Parenting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You need to be emotionally fed and you need to be emotionally Mm -hmm. strong to handle those things. But what you said, what don't kill you, make you stronger. Shannon, before I wrap up, I'm trying to rush to the wrap up Mm y'all. We got a juicy honey. We got a juicy, juicy, we got a juicy red line winner. But before (laughs) I want to just, um, before I wrap up, I want to say something to your point that I'm happy you made. You say, what don't kill you makes you stronger. Don't, equate that as a bad uh, thought or a bad quote Mm -hmm. equate it to Mm -hmm. if God brings you to it he'll bring Mm -hmm. you through it so and you know some people say what don't kill you make you strong if that that turns you off and say if he bring he brought me to this I'm strong enough to get through this and he'll be Mm -hmm. with you the whole way that's right um, yeah so great point I'm happy you slid that in but you know (laughs) I want to wrap up this topic uh, topic with uh, this piece of advice. When a relationship has come to an end, being it peaceful or toxic, right? Because sometimes things in the peace mm-hmm. and it's not all bad. Oh, yeah. But right. it hurts. It yes. hurts. Maybe not to the point of locking yourself in the house for months or going out <laughs> to drinking or starting smoking weed mm-hmm. or until you feel, you know, until you don't feel anything. Or if you just pretend it never happens and you go numb. However oh, you yeah. cope with it, it has an effect on you. But getting mm-hmm. under the next person to get over the last is not the proper way to move on to your next relationship or, or situationship or whatever it is y'all calling mm-hmm. it these days. Because you will either end up with more emotional damage or worse, damage another innocent person. So find right. something else to focus on until you're whole again and trust that anything that you lost wasn't meant to be on your path to move forward anyways. So awesome. I'm ready. For my red line. I'm ready. ready? For my Are red we line. ready? All right for the red line. All right. Tonight's red line is courtesy of our September W um September WBM winner of the month, Jamaica B. And she writes, and I quote, My husband has female friends I've never met, and he never talks freely with them on the phone if I'm around. So who knows what they're talking about when I'm not around? I told him I don't like it, and he called me insecure. I don't believe husbands should have female friends his wife doesn't know. End quote. Mm. Okay, Jamaica. Before I answer, (laughs) first of all, let me start by saying thank you for listening and writing in, and congratulations on being chosen. Congratulations, Jamaica. (laughs) Secondly, let me ask, uh, is your husband named Jimmy? Because baby... (laughs) This was all him a few years back, okay? Oh, I know. Lord. I know the audience has real questions, right? And we want to give mm-hmm. them real answers, right? So here we go. <laughs> I made that joke because my husband and I very painfully just crossed that hump a couple of years ago. 
mm-hmm. when the issue was first presented itself, you know, when it first presented itself, that was his exact answer. Why are you so insecure about a phone? Mm. They can say what they want. That doesn't mean I'm saying they're doing anything inappropriate. You know, I'm married to you. And as long as I'm respectful to our marriage, who cares what another woman calls and says? That was his answer. Now, this was mine. Mm-hmm. A woman can call and say anything she wants on anybody's phone besides my husband's. Um, you have those kind of liberties when you're single or dating. That trip mm-hmm. down to the altar puts you in a whole different category. That's why it's so important to understand that before you make that kind of commitment. You are no longer just living for you. You become one on that day. And when something offends or disrespects me or your partner, it should apply to us equally. Mm -hmm. He went on to say, well, you're acting like they're asking for sex or something, you know, something crazy like that. They're just calling to either talk, see how I'm doing or to get something done. (laughs) I then explained that their words may not be crazy. But their thought process is very disrespectful. Mm -hmm. They're calling because you're married. And first of all, half of them mad about it, right? But if they can't have you, (laughs) at least I can have a piece of you by calling Mm -hmm. when I want. And that is enough for me. Now, that's disrespectful for them to do. But it's even more disrespectful for your husband to allow it. Because one thing I had to learn with age is to stop going after the other woman first. And I say first Mm -hmm. for two reasons. One being... You should always take up any relationship issues with your partner initially. But we all know there are some persistent wenches in this world. And I I just (laughs) use that word. You know, it's Kristen show. We all know it's sometimes necessary to deliver a personal message, right? Take it how you want. But I'll give you one warning about mine. After that, after he's asked, you know, someone to show some respect and it continues, you know, I'll step in and I'll do what I have to do. <laughs> but it also doesn't matter, right? If I'm going to check the be- another woman's behavior, if your man is going to steady, let it, you know, continue to let it happen. Oh, yeah. So here exactly. are my suggestions. Speak with him again, peacefully, about how this makes you feel, um, Jamika. Like I said, peacefully. <laughs> if he has any excuses or, or is he, uh, if he's dismissive about it. From my experience, not a guess. It's something more than a friendship. Mm -hmm. If it continues, regardless of how it makes you feel and he wants to rationalize it, then you have to assess what's best for you as a grown woman. In my case, I no longer had time or patience to wait around for someone to decide, you know, how to treat me and honor me. Mm -hmm. Either you give me the same respect I give you or you be without me, period. My my husband was also grown at the end of the day and and he was welcome to let, like I said, a thousand women call his phone. He just couldn't Mm -hmm. continue to be married to me and do it so (laughs) since we are still married you know it's safe to say he rectified it and i can't say uh, shannon to this day that some don't still call occasionally trying to be right right because again some people are just disrespectful and neither he nor Mm -hmm. i can control stupidity right Mm -hmm. but i'm confident enough in my marriage now to know he'll deal with it accordingly and it's everyone's choice to decide how they deal with their own situations but -hmm. there's no reason for any man or woman to have a friendship that the other person doesn't know about. I mean, any conversation going on that I can't be privy mm-hmm. to unless y'all planning me a surprise party. That, that, that's about right. it. Now, <laughs> this is not to be confused. This is not to be confused with the other party shouldn't have friends of the opposite sex. I said that before. Oh, right, I think that's right, right. actually healthy. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, friends yeah. are just that, Shannon. And it should be mm-hmm. nothing secretive about it. So, yeah. Jamaica, assess your situation and, and, and do what you need to do based on those suggestions. <laughs> Yeah, in my situation, like we, you know, we're both married and our 
you know, we have situations. <laughs> um, right. And uh, similar, but the only difference is I did know the quote unquote cousin. Everybody, <laughs> everybody know um, a man or whatever that has that, what they call them, play cousin or whatever cousin. <laughs> you, you find out they're not really related. Oh, they're just, my great uncle was married to your great, great, you know, niece. Or some, right. you know, crazy stuff like that. So anyway, this cousin, oh, he would talk to her around me or whatever, but you could tell the conversation went normal or there was the disclosure. The phone would ring. Hello. And hello. Hey, I'm sitting here with Shannon. Okay. <laughs> Why you got to say that? Well, you got to make a disclosure when it's just your cousin. <laughs> but let me ask you, did he say that when anybody called or just when the cousin no, called? No, just the cousin. See? so I had to let him know look (laughs) I don't know what's going on and it might not be anything oh no it's nothing nothing. well I don't care all I know is the cousin can't call the cousin you know either the cousin's gonna become my friend or the cousin's gonna get to know me a little better or something because right now I've seen the cousin in passing I don't know a lot about her and she's not really your cousin. So if she was your friend and you're honest, they and it's my friend. That's one thing. But quit with the cousin stuff, y'all. Please. So wait a minute. Now see now you took us somewhere else. So when you when you guys see oh, her, does she interact with you? No, no. I'm saying you got my question. You know this mind and this mouth stay right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, I've only so seen her see, twice. Yeah, I've but only when seen you saw, her twice. was it normal? Um, we were at was a it friendly, big, uh, was it family you event, know? you know, mm-hmm. just high and, you know, Hey, you know, how you doing? You know, that type of thing. No real uh, conversation okay. or anything like that. Mm-mm. Okay. Not at I all. I mean, cause I'm just telling you something. My husband has a cousin, um, and, and the Carolinas, real cousin. and she is real cousin and she calls him her okay. boo. And when they talk and laugh because she's his cousin, she will text my <laughs> phone or she, up. Uh, hit me up on Facebook like tell my boo to smile in that picture now him I'm gonna get him so I feel like if you're that close of a cousin it should be a relationship yeah, with the wife it as well should that's be. all I'm exactly. saying exactly and that's what I wanted him to understand too that yeah if, if she's that cool with you she should be that cool with me that's all you know? I'm saying because every mm. male that I'm like dead cool with like my brother my husband mm-hmm. is dead cool with him like his mm-hmm. brother. Like we go to their houses, they barbecue. They'll yeah. go to the store without me. Yeah. That's all I'm yeah. saying. And not saying it wasn't a real situation. I- I'm not saying that that your husband, you know, I'm just saying yeah. it gives off a certain persona when things right. are just openly disclosed. If it's just mm-hmm. really nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. wow. Yep. That's a good point. So, Jamika, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, Jamika. You get your $100 gift card. And thank you so much for this red line. Um, We had fun with it, even though it's a serious topic. We hope we uh, are able to um, underscore the seriousness with our um, message tonight. Yeah, examples. Mm -hmm. Yes. So if any of you would like to win a $100 gift card, Please submit your red lines to wifeyandbabymama at gmail.com. And if your submission is chosen to be read on the show the third Thursday of each month, we choose a winner. If yours is chosen, you will receive a $100 gift card. And once again, congratulations, Jamika, and we thank you for listening. 
Um, and going forward, maybe we'll start with season three, but just a heads up and we'll try to remember to remind everyone, if you can just tell us where you're from when you submit yes. your red lines, that would be great to know. Even if it's just we like to know you're listening or from. the country. Yeah. Yes. We yes. like to know we need to shout out Virginia, Charlotte, Buffalo, <laughs> Alabama. We, we just want to give you a shout out, peeps. Yeah, Africa, oh, Japan, uh-huh. Europe, because oh, we are global. <laughs> yes, we are. Speaking of, so uh, we'll let everyone know. Sean and I had a goal. We had a goal that by October we wanted to be in 10 countries. That was our goal. This is September. And as of this week, we just hit country number 12. And country num- number 12, people will say, oh, that sounds kind of fishy. But <laughs> country number 12 just happens to be my last name, Brazil. So welcome <laughs> to welcome the people of Rio de, de Janeiro. <laughs> and that believe me. Awesome. <laughs> so 12 countries. So we've surpassed our mark of 10. So we are so thankful for those of it. you. Yes. Yes, those <laughs> thank you guys for your yes. yes, yes, yes. We appreciate you. We appreciate you all and we love you. Yes. All right, into our final segment of the night. The fictional family I'm feeling. So the fictional family I'm feeling tonight comes from a 1980s movie. <laughs> You, know, you all got to remember, I grew up in South Dakota. So you'd be like, wait a minute. St. <laughs> Elmo's Fire. Sean probably never heard uh, yeah. of it. Yep. I love that movie with the, with the guy <laughs> oh, with the pretty did? eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So St. Elmo's the pretty Fire. Eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roblo. Is that who you're talking Rob Lowe. about? Yes. <laughs> um, so in this particular scene, Oh, so, the, well, the movie's about college. Uh, they all went to college together. They graduated, and now they're trying to make their way as young adults in the workforce. And there's a, a whole lot that goes on. But the main uh, couple of the group are Alec and his girlfriend, Leslie. Now, Alec um, wants to marry Leslie. <laughs> and the reason he wants to marry Leslie, he says, is so he can stop you know, cheating on her <laughs> and playing around <laughs> on her. Um, and so uh, she finds out at a party that um, he has been, you know, cheating on her. She never knew um, that he was doing all of this. So she finds out at this party, she gets mad and she leaves and ends up getting with his best friend, Kevin, <laughs> that night. So she tried to use Kevin to get over Alex. So as she's laying there that next morning in the bed with Kevin, Alec, who of course is Kevin's best friend, comes in the apartment because he has a key. Now he's not in the bedroom area, but he's talking, you know, to his friend Kevin, who's in the bedroom. He's like, you know, I really messed up. I don't really think I'll be able to get Leslie back. And he's just going on about, you know, his love for Leslie. Now, mind you, Leslie's laying there after just being with his friend. She's crying. She's distraught. She's upset. And because she's listening to obviously the man she loves talk about how he don't think he, he made a mistake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So her running to Kevin, <laughs> the best friend, using poor little Kevin to try to get over Alex ended up breaking, of course, Kevin's heart. 
And of course her own heart, because she was devastated to know that Kevin didn't help her get over Alec because here she is crying over him. Mm-hmm. And of course, Alec find, found out and um, the friendship was kind of ruined, but um, it just goes to show what we've talked about this, this whole night. You know, you can't, you, you cannot use anyone um, unless you're just that cold hearted and selfish, you right. know, to say, Hey, I'm going to hurt somebody else just because I got hurt, you know, or, I really think I can get over this person with this person. So that is the fictional family I am feeling tonight. Great fictional family, girlfriend. (laughs) And attest to everything we just said. It never works out for the right reasons. And (laughs) I did did see that movie. Thank you very much. But um, (laughs) it's a perfect example. It just doesn't work. So. Getting right. over to get under is a no-no. If you don't take anything away from this episode, mm-hmm. time, prayer, refocus, healing. Then healing. Amen. Great fictional family. Oh, hey, thank you, Sean. Okay. Well, that brings this episode to a close. And we want to thank you all once again for joining us each and every Thursday taking a little bit of your time to listen to Sean and Shannon <laughs> as we try to spread a little bit of joy. And of course, you know, Sean's going to make sure she keeps us laughing as well. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> and we look forward to next week. Love you all. <laughs>